Today on The Winning Walk with Dr. Ed Young. I could have never imagined how all of this would turn out, but I know one thing. God is all we need. He loves me. He loves you. He forgives me. And He forgives you. He delights in restoring us and answering our prayers and in showing us the intricacies of His plan for us. God is in the restoration business. Today on The Winning Walk, we're celebrating Mother's Day, and Dr. Young is welcoming Nina Hendy to the program to bring her incredible story about adoption, reunification, and the enduring love of a mother through it all. You won't want to miss this powerful message, so stay with us. Now, let's join Dr. Ed Young and today's special guest, Nina Hendy. We're at the Tarrant County Junior Livestock Show, and our group of kids have steers. My name's Kyle Polson, 48 years old. Lived in Houston till the early 80s and moved uh, out to Belleville, Texas, just a little bit west of Houston. Fort Worth was a really good fit for me, and I decided to stay in Fort Worth and had a job opportunity, so I've been in Fort Worth since 1990. It was important for me to get Jackson involved. We live in West Fort Worth, a little bit of a bubble. It's exposing him to kind of more of a real world, and uh, it is like a job. He's getting up at six o'clock and doing stuff that other kids are maybe on their Xbox and playing Fortnite or something, and he's shoveling manure and kind of getting drug around a little bit. Kyle is just the most selfless person I've ever met. He puts everyone before him. Um, he'd give you the shirt off the back, and I know you hear that a lot, but that is a really true statement. I think that if there are one or two things that most people in Fort Worth know Kyle for, it is his amazing devotion to his children. My dad is one of the most fun people in the entire world. He always pushes me to do my best, always finding more opportunities for me to be better. My parents were, uh great faith and uh, big believers, and they instilled that in my sister and I at an early age. I bet when I was eight or nine, I knew I was adopted or kind of understood the concept of being adopted. I never felt like it was, I was different. I actually kind of felt special. This family took me, they wanted me. I really believe that um, when I was adopted, God put me with the perfect family. Maybe everyone thinks they've got the perfect family, but I really believe it. My dad was unbelievable great man, morals and ethics, and just taught me kind of what, I mean, he's my hero. He was and always will be. And my mom was just always there, our sporting events, we were at church every Sunday, home-cooked meals, you just kind of think it's the cleavers. My dad passed away in 1995, which was really tough on me. That was a year after, one year after uh, I got out of school. My mom was a diabetic and uh, had a lot of health problems. So I had the unbelievable parents, unbelievable childhood, but when she passed away in November of 16, she had always encouraged me to try to go find my birth mother. So I started um, in probably February of 2017, and I contacted DePelchin, is where I was adopted. I had to fill out several questionnaires, and they'd pull some records, and uh, kind of in a quick way, they just said, listen, we're, this is a closed file. 
uh, we're sorry, uh, we like to help you, but we can't, we protect the birth mothers. So, right, you gotta respect that. She said, but if you want to, you can contact the court system. That's the next step in Texas, that's your last step. And so at that point, I was literally thought this was it. And then I just happened to look at the judge's name, contacted my wife's godmother. And she, was, she worked for uh, Judge Ted Poe, knew a lot of the judges in Houston. I said, hey, do you happen to know this judge? She goes, I do know the judge. I know his cousin, and let me make some calls. This is about 8 o'clock. Well, she texts someone, and they call, and she called back with great news and said, judge is going to open your file. So at that point, I was thinking, you know, I've got, still got a chance. My son goes to school with a kid and his mother's a private investigator. I said, hey, can we go to lunch? I'd like to visit with you. I'm trying to track down my birth mother and here's these records I've found. This is the Depelchin records, which are all whited out. Here's the court records, which I'm kind of at a dead end. And I said, is there anything you can do? And she kind of smiled and said, yeah, I can, I'll work on this. And literally in a couple hours, October 30th at 5.03, she calls me and says, Nina Hindi's your mother. I'm Nina Hindi, and I'm married to Ed, and we own the Taste of Texas restaurant. We've been open 42 years, love what we do. We have three children and 11 grandchildren. When I was 17 years old, I surrendered a child to adoption. Very young, uh, afraid, uh, but knew from the very start uh, what my choice would be, and that choice was life. And on June the 2nd, I delivered a beautiful baby boy, and the process was harsh then uh, because it it was very closed. Uh, we're, I was not allowed to know anything. The only thing I had was the ability to pray. And I was just like, wow, this emotion. I know who it is. She's alive. I immediately got online. And, and, and once you have someone's name, there's, you can find a lot of stuff, especially someone like, like Nina, who's just a great person doing so much for the community that you could just see this unbelievable person, this great life she's got. She had this unbelievable husband. She's got this great family. She's in Houston, just being an awesome person. And so the emotion on October 30th going forward was just unbelievable. I, I met my precious husband and on our second date, I realized he was an amazing guy. And so we went to dinner and um, we sat at the table and I said, okay, this might be the deal breaker, but I want you to know who I am. And I just struck me, it just, I stopped in my tracks and took a deep breath and I said, there is a woman of moral conviction, of incredible character and strength and courage and self-reliance that she would act on, not out of convenience, she would act on, on this and take the tougher road and give this child a chance at life and then say, this is part of my life because I made that. And I thought, that is the woman I want to be married to. I was assuming and guessed that I was probably some secret. No one knew about me. And so how could I reach out to her 
without upsetting her life. I didn't want to be the grenade that comes in at age 48 um, and destroy her life or, or do anything to, to harm her. So for the next couple months, I start writing a letter. I think the letter had a full 25 drafts. He really knew he had one chance to get it right, to present it correctly to her, to make her feel comfortable. I walked into the kitchen and Ed had gotten the mail and there was a letter on the top of the mail that said personal and confidential. And I opened the letter and it said, my name is Kyle Polson and I believe you're my birth mother. Oh my goodness. I get a telephone call and I've got her number saved and it's Nina. My heart's about coming out of my chest and she said, I've been looking for you for 48 years. And I'm just very emotional talking to your mother for the first time at age 48, but it was uh, it was unbelievable. We kind of talked about a plan and we started texting from that day forward. And I'm, then I start thinking, where are we gonna have this reunion? This is where we had our first reunion. Ed dropped her off. She was kind of sending me text. I'm getting close, here I am. She's here, she says, I'm here, I'm coming up the elevator. And then she came off the elevator, I was sitting right here looking at the elevators and she rounded the corner and the, the whole emotion of uh, seeing your mom for the first time in person was, uh, was pretty amazing. It was like, like he'd always been there. It was as natural and normal and to get to tell him the things that I had prayed for him for his entire life. I don't know how you can feel love so quick. Shouldn't have to say it, but you feel the love, it's, it's real. And both of them have just been all in and you're part of the family, this is, this is what we're doing. And you'd think that would take some time and it's instant. Kyle grew up right here. All along, God had him in my heart, but he also had him right here. So Kyle went to Beach Retreat at Second Baptist Church. Oddly enough, in middle school, I would go to the Second Baptist Beach Retreat, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and it was a very spiritual thing. We'd go on the beach uh, and have this quiet time and pray. And Dr. Young said, I want you to ask God to be your savior. That was the time I really put it on the table and asked and had that feeling of, man, I'm, he's with me. God's behind me and he's guiding my ship. Every time I would think about him, I would pray, God, if it's ever your will for us to reunite, God, let that be, please. That is the desire of my heart. And you know, he tells us, I will give you the desires of your heart. Dear Mrs. Hindy, please know that I realize from the very bottom of my heart what a shock this letter must be. Please know that I have spent years considering the best way to reach out to you and deliver this letter fully understanding the significance and the impact on both of our lives. I originally started writing this note on June 2nd, my 48th birthday as I reflected on the extraordinary gift you gave me. I am certain adoption was a painful decision, 
but I want you to know everything worked out exactly as God planned. You made the ultimate selfless decision and you gave me the chance for an amazing life. My parents, Mary Jo and Knut Polson, were simply exceptional. They were incredible and nurturing and the most loving parents I have ever witnessed. What a blessing that they were mine. I have no doubt I am the most fortunate adopted person ever and cannot imagine anyone having had a better childhood than me. They were devoted Christians and the faith that they taught me helped me form the family that we are and it got us through the highs and lows of life. Unfortunately, they are both gone now and have been reunited with each other with Christ in heaven. She and my dad lived their life entirely, completely in love with each other, with their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On my birthday, every year my mom would cry and tell me one of her greatest wishes was the, for the selfless woman who gave birth to me to see how I turned out. It is my joy and my pleasure to introduce my precious wife, Nina Hendy, and our son, Kyle Polson. Happy Mother's Day. There are no words that I can say to adequately describe my feelings right now, but here are a few as I try my best. The first word is awe. I'm in complete awe of God's grace. I would have never dreamed of a world where I would one day not only find my birth mom, the amazing Nina Hindi, but find such love, acceptance, and family immediately. I am awed by her and Ed and their faith, their love for each other, their love for family, and their love for their friends. I'm in awe of Nina Hindi for her courage in stepping out so boldly to tell her story, our story, as one of life, joy, and restoration. I am truly filled with awe that God has brought us together today here in this church as we tell that story. I am in awe of the inexplicable number of connections between my life and Nina's over the last 48 years. I am in awe of God that he weaves together the fabric of so many lives in ways that we will never understand, but no, his hand is in all of this. There's really no other explanation. The second word best describes this today for me is grateful. Today is Mother's Day. I sincerely believe I had the greatest mom and dad, Mary Jo and Knut Polson, for whom I am forever grateful. They were joyful, kind, down-to-earth people. They taught me and my wonderful sister Kirsten that faith, family, and friends were truly life's greatest joys. And what a joyful life, first nine of them my parents have given to me. I'm a lucky man. I got to spend 44 Mother's Days with my mom before she left us on November 11, 2016. I have no doubt heaven is shining even brighter than normal right now as she and my dad smile down on us today. I'm grateful for my wife, Erin, and my kids, Grayson and Jackson, all here today. Erin has dedicated her life to our family, believing there is no greater calling than that. Thank you, Erin, and thank you, Grayson and Jackson, for being here today and giving me the best reason to wake up every day. I'm grateful for Nina and Ed, grateful to see how they live their lives. The positive impact on their friends and this community is inspiring. It makes me want to be better and do more for others. And finally, the third word that comes to mind is excited. 
I'm excited, excited for what God has in store for all of us as we navigate this next part of our lives together. To meet and know Nina, to begin to understand her story, the extraordinary courage and her life choice for life she made almost 49 years ago, and again, the extraordinary courage in her sharing her journey today is a story that will ring true and hopefully inspire and bless others far into the future. When Aaron left the letter in Nina's mailbox just a few short months ago, I would have never guessed that we would be standing together here at Second Baptist on Mother's Day telling our story to the world. I had to be prepared that we may only meet once. I could tell her, thank you for choosing life, and then we would go back to our lives and with no one knowing anything more. I hoped and prayed for more, but knew the odds were small. Wow. How wrong was I? I obviously didn't know who Nina Hindi was then, but I would soon find out. And how grateful and excited in all that I am here with Nina celebrating our first Mother's Day together. Today marks a new and beautiful day, a new and beautiful chapter. And to God be all the glory. Thank you, Dr. Young, for letting us share our special story today. Happy Mother's Day, Nina. Oh my goodness, what a Mother's Day. Thank you for the love that you have poured out on me in the last few months since I shared my story about Kyle. My life is truly blessed in every way. And my husband, Ed, is one of my greatest blessings. To say that Ed loves me, friends, is just such an understatement. He is very intentional in his love for me and for our family, and that is a gift from God. We've been married for 45 years, and we have four incredible children and 11 grandchildren. I grew up in Dallas in a really wonderful but imperfect family. My parents knew and loved the Lord, and they were prayer warriors. I was active in my church, and I loved my church youth group. Just after Christmas, my junior year, while in a relationship with my high school sweetheart, I realized I was pregnant. Oh my, that was simply not acceptable for this 17-year-old daughter of a fairly prominent family to be pregnant at that time in our society. I was standing under the pecan tree in the front yard of my home when I made a decision that would impact my life in ways that I could never even imagine. I was going to have this baby. The alternative was not acceptable. After I explained the situation to my family and, and my decision, my mother replied to me that God would honor the decision not to turn a mistake into a tragedy. And so, on the morning of June the 2nd of 1971 at Memorial Hermann Hospital in Houston, Texas, I gave birth to a beautiful seven pound, one ounce baby boy. Prayer number one was answered. The adoption rules were very strict 
and I had been told I would not be allowed to see him or to hold him. But God had a different plan. God sent a compassionate nurse who placed him in my arms, smiled, winked, and told me she was needed at the desk. I got to hold my precious baby for 20 minutes and to pour out my love for him, to share my hopes, my dreams, my prayers for his life. I have probably thanked God a thousand times for that nurse. When she returned, she took him from my arms and I told my precious baby goodbye, not knowing if I would ever see him again. With the strength that comes only from knowing the Lord, I surrendered him with perfect peace, knowing that God is in control and believing that God would give him a life that I could not provide for him. Psalm 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. I have never regretted the hardest decision of my life because it really defined my life. I came to treasure every moment with my children and it made me a much better mom. I've never taken my children's love, abundant love for me for granted. First John 3, 4 says, I have no greater joy than to know that my children are walking in the truth. Our daughters, Lisa and Kristen, our daughter in love, Claudine, and all of their spouses love the Lord and are walking in the truth. Yes, we lost our son, Ed, 10 years ago in a skiing accident, but God continues to heal and bless our family richly. This past Thanksgiving was just a season of joy in our family. We just had a wonderful season. I felt my spirit quickening, really anticipating a blessing. I thought it was the upcoming Christmas season and the beautiful decorations at the Taste of Texas, anticipating the blessing. The following week, on December the 16th, at 7.10 a.m. in the morning, I walked into our kitchen, and Ed had gotten the mail, and on top of the mail was a letter marked personal and confidential. Dear Mrs. Hindy, my name is Kyle Polson. I can see clearly now through that glass dimly lit how God was moving to answer every one of my prayers. Kyle was raised a mile from the taste of Texas and enjoyed family dinners there as a child. He attended Second Baptist Beach Retreat and accepted Christ on that beach. He attended St. Francis Episcopal School and played on sports teams with close friends of ours. 
We have found countless intertwined family and friends that are unbelievable blessings in our lives. God is so good. There are many miracles in the midst of our reunion story, and God continues to remind us that He is the center of it all. I could have never imagined how all of this would turn out, but I know one thing. God is all we need. He loves me. He loves you. He forgives me. And he forgives you. He delights in restoring us and answering our prayers and in showing us the intricacies of his plan for us. God is in the restoration business. When we pray in earnest, we cannot see God's timetable or his will. But we must trust in his goodness and believe that his will is perfect for all of us. Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12 says it all. For I know the plans that I have for you, Nina, Kyle, Second Baptist family, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Happy Mother's Day. You've been listening to The Winning Walk with Dr. Ed Young. We hope today's message has encouraged you to build your life on the proven truth of God's Word. Winning Walk is a listener-supported ministry. Your prayers and financial support allow us to bring proven truth to listeners around the world. Connect with us at winningwalk.org. That's winningwalk.org.